Hey there, and welcome back to the second season of the Mother's Empowerment Podcast. We have some amazing interviews for you this spring. First of all, we talk about how to align with the seasons of the moon. We also touch in on maternal mental health and finding your purpose and passion inside and outside of motherhood. Remember to subscribe and send the podcast to your friend who might benefit from it. We all could use a little more empowerment these days. See you inside the episode. Hello and welcome to the Mother's Empowerment Podcast. I'm your host, Isabel Bridges, and here on this show, we dive deep into all things mothering, sistering, and humaning. Because the roles that you play are something you learned, not who you are. Let's begin. I'm so excited to welcome PETA onto our show. PETA, welcome! Thank you so much for being here. Thanks, Um, So PETA and I have just been chatting about human design, my human design. I feel all lit up and sparkly and excited for this conversation. Um, Before we dive in, though, I would love to ask you just at the top of our conversation, what does empowerment mean to you on a personal level? Mm, That is like such a juicy, uh, deep question. But then again, like, um, so simple as well, you know, it's deep and juicy and yet so simple. And I love these conversations. So thank you for inviting me into it. Oh, when I think about empowerment, I feel it, to me, it's a felt sense. That's mm-hmm. that's where I'm at at the moment. That's what I'm cultivating. You know, I think there was a time for me when empowerment felt uh, or, or I, I got empowerment through knowledge, you know, through, through learning and acquiring knowledge and, um, testing knowledge and that sort of thing. And then I really, um, knew that true empowerment actually came through your body. And, um, so what does that feel like for me? what springs to mind is um, it's connection and it is a grounded connection. So I I always, uh, I'm a very visual person and, um, you know, I I see a lot of visions. And so for me, when when I feel empowered, I feel deeply connected to the earth. Like there's this column of energy that comes out from me down deep into the earth and and is, is, is like beautiful, rich, um roots and and tendrils and you know embedded in the earth like I'm deeply connected to that and then I also see um a beautiful column of light going up from the top of my body all the way up into you know the cosmos and accessing the akashic records and or the the akasha and um and just having this stream of consciousness back and forward in that space and then the then the, the most important part then I feel is this um, space within me that is my center. And it's my heart. You know, my heart and and 
my solar plexus. Like mm. it, that's the core of me. And I just see this beautiful, um, actually it, it's mainly my heart and that activates my solar plexus, but it, it's right there. And that is the, that is the harmony that I feel, mm-hmm. you know, and yeah, I can think about it in the representation of feeling that deep, deep connection to Mother Earth mm-hmm. and the groundedness is that beautiful richness of the feminine and, you know, the mystery and the nourishment and the um, um, fruitfulness, you know, of that space um, and, and you know, maybe we can liken that to the the inner self, you know, that inner part of you. And then the the column of light going upward is is more of that outward expression as well. And although I mean having said that, I for me, I just receive a lot of information through that, you know, like yeah. um it, that's part of my human design too. Like I'm constantly plugged into the neutrino stream and so it just always floods through. But for me to feel truly empowered and not scattered with all of that energy, I have to sit really deeply in my heart. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if that answered your question. but You know, it answers more than my question. And what I love about the depth of your answer is how unique that feeling is to you. And how our listeners, you know, I invite you to feel into what does empowerment mean and feel on an embodied level to you, because we're all different and we all experience these words differently. So just because it's a word, we're not, you know, the word empowerment is just us pointing to the word. It's not the thing itself. So I love the depth of your answer. Yeah, thank you. And I love that what what you just shared then about um, empowerment is just a word, you know, and words are just words. And where the power comes is what meaning we give the words. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So that's, that's really cool. And I think as well um, I find sometimes um, words can get overused in certain circles. Mm -hmm. And so then they kind of lose their potency a little because it's kind of like, oh, there that is again. Like, Mm -hmm. God, we keep talking about empowerment. Like, ah, enough already. And and yet, like you say, there's that invitation to be like, yeah, but what does it actually mean for me? And can I let myself have my own individual connection to that word? You know, and maybe you might find in that exploration that there's some wounding around that word or any other words, you know, like when you sit with that, it's like, well, hang on, what does that actually mean for me? You know, um, what does that bring up for me? And maybe it's, um, maybe if there's some resistance there, it's like, I don't feel empowered by the word empowerment. I feel pressure. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe there's pressure there, like an expectation and shoulds and have to. And, you know, like we we hear so many conversations and um, read so much in like new age and self-help industry about being big and bold and, you know, empowered and outwardly 
um, expressed in that way and yet it it may actually feel like that shuts you down because it, that might not be what it feels like for you and, like, that's okay, you know, like maybe empowered for you is um, and actually I, I have another thought that's popped into my head about this because I'll share the other thing but what I'm feeling really deeply is let's let it mean multiple things. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to be one thing, you know, because it's just going to describe like sometimes I feel super empowered when I am in full mum mode, like, you know, kids' clothes are washed, um, they're ready, you know, to they've got the right uniform for the right day at school, um, like the dishes are done, you know, my my house is clean, like the the emails are answered, like all, all of those like real human things. When I when they're all kind of flowing, I, I feel empowered. Like I'm like, yeah. damn, I'm nailing life right now. <laughs> and it's it's kind of those almost pedestrian things that maybe we don't give credit to the power they have to make us feel empowered. Yep. Know what I mean? I would I know 100% that. know what you mean. Yeah. I love that feeling. It doesn't happen very often, but when it does, it's like, oh, yeah, yeah. so good. Yeah. 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 So um, what does it feel like for you, Belle? Yeah. I mean, just as you're saying that, I think the underbelly of what you just talked about is the same empowerment It just looks different. So for me, I'm thinking of when my kids are, you know, going out the front door and their teeth aren't brushed yet and they're wearing two different color socks and my house is a mess and the dog peed in the house. And so that happens. So for me, empowerment is when I can stay centered and aligned with who I am inside of the chaos like for me empowerment but it's both it's yeah so that tells me it's not necessarily about what is happening outside Mm -hmm. me empowerment is it's really a feeling like you were saying it's a Mm -hmm. feeling it's not what it looks like yeah because can you laugh at yourself in those moments you know like can you go I'm when I'm empowered empowered. I can but when I'm disempowered and when I've stepped out of my own sovereignty and when I Mm -hmm. feel like the victim of my life that Mm -hmm. I then I just want to throw my hands up and have a pity party and I don't feel empowered I feel like life is happening to me and I don't have any power here but I could just as easily feel that way if all the dishes were done and all the laundry was done, I could still feel disempowered. I could still find something that was disempowering. That wobbliness. Yeah. Yeah. So what do you, um, I'm curious what then um, gives you that uh, sense of empowerment, even in the chaos, even in the wobble, Like, like what is that like home for you? I love that word. First of all, home, like Mm -hmm. it just brings me back to myself. Um, I have this phrase that I love and it's, I go in down and back before I go up out and forward. Mm 
So I really like to start my day and then also just transitions in general by going in, down and back. Um, motherhood especially is so, can be so outward. And so I do my best to have practices and routines and rituals that help me go in and in and in and in. And, in. Mm. and then I can like, very similar to what you were saying about the roots. So I want my roots to be strong and deep and well-nourished and taken care of. And when they are, that's when my, my empowerment can like really hold me strong. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I love that. Um, I'd love to like um, piggyback off what you were saying, just with the, like the routines and the rituals and, you know, the ways in which we can um, care for ourselves and stay centered or connected to that home space. Um, Cause it's been an inter- interesting journey for me in um I used to have a lot and I used to um you know there there was a year actually where I would meditate for at least an hour a day and I mean how luxurious right to find the time for that for one (laughs) Mm -hmm. um and then there was a time when I would do like 15 minutes in the morning, 15 minutes at night or, you know, half an hour, and I was quite strict with it. And then I got to a point where um, I was like, I just don't want to do that. I don't want to do that. Yeah. I actually just want to wake up and see how I feel. Mm-hmm. Like what is what is there for me today? And because um, I think I got stuck in the... Um, after a while, I, I noticed <clears throat> it felt, <clears throat> excuse me, more restrictive than expansive. It felt like another have to do, yeah. you know. And so I just share this because I feel like, again, we get told that you need to have a morning routine and you need to do this. And, you know, if you're going to be an amazing human, make sure you do this, this, this and that before you, you know, pick up your iPhone in the morning or whatever. Um, but so, so I went rogue. <laughs> I went rogue. No, and I, I love where we're going. You know what I love about this? Well, first of all, I love you. I love what you're talking about so much because for me, consistency, we've been told our whole lives, be consistent, but that consistency is a very masculine trait, right? Mm. Men, they, there's, they cycle, uh, 24 hours. They have a 24 hour cycle. So they are made to be very consistent. And I get that. I thrive with consistency and certainty. It helps me feel stable and secure and safe. And again, we can flow the other way, right? What about the feeling into what we desire? What about listening to our intuition? What about going with the flow of our own innate wisdom? Because we as women, we cycle every 28 days, right? So we're different day to day. So why not let ourselves be what we already are, right? Mm. And and flow with how we've been designed. Not that we can't also be consistent, but we can also be inconsistent in a really 
beautiful way, I think. And what if the consistency is actually we consistently love ourselves no matter what? Mm. What if that's the consistency? Yeah. We consistently show up to be in the flow. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. So, um, I mean, these days I do start my morning with a cacao and the weather's getting warmer here. So I sit on my balcony on a, um, like a hammock swing, have my cacao, I light a candle and some incense and I just sit and I have a beautiful, um, like hills and trees and the ocean in the distance to look over. And like, I'm, I'm so grateful for that. And I just sit with nature and I just listen mm-hmm. as you know, the morning wakes up and I don't set myself any agenda about, you know, list five things you're grateful for. <laughs> um, you know, what are my top five priorities that I don't do any of that? I just, that's all I do. And it's been so beautiful. Mm. And this is the season of life that you're in. Mm-hmm. And as the season changes, that will most likely change. May change. <laughs> it may not, you know, you may be consistent with that. <laughs> yeah. 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 No, I love that. Well, I want to bring us back to what we kind of talked about talking about, which yeah. is human design and yeah. using this as a tool for self-knowledge. Yeah, which again, like again, comes back to self-empowerment, right? Because mm-hmm. when we have, when we cultivate exquisite self-awareness, when we're devoted, when we have a devotional practice of knowing ourselves deeply, I find that um, there's an inner peace, there's an inner calm that comes with that. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I mean, gosh, thank you for asking me to talk about human design because you know we can do a whole like season on it, I think. Oh, I but um in terms of empowerment and human design, what I what I Maybe see talk about what it is. Yeah, sure, yeah. sure, sure, sure. Um, so human design is a system that combines um different modalities um such as astrology, quantum physics, the chakra system, like the Hindu chakra system, the Kabbalah uh, system, epigenetics, and the Chinese I Ching. So there's this beautiful combination of um, a, a blueprint of your soul. And that's kind of a cliche thing to say, but it really is like, it's this map of your soul and your human self in this lifetime, because it's it's taken from the time you were born. And human design looks at yes, your time of birth and where all the planets were and then where you sit um, within this 64 gates of the I Ching. It's like this beautiful big wheel. And it also looks at 88 days before you were born. It looks slightly off and and we call that the unconscious part of your design and the bit where the the time you were born is the conscious part of your design. Mm -hmm. You know, your, your kind of life and your human and your soul and how do you kind of marry those two together. But what human design gives is a beautiful uh, uniqueness, like a, a spotlight on your uniqueness. And for me as well, I think that's part of empowerment. I think that um, to to see my, well, to be able to see ourselves deeply for who we are um, is amazing. So 
essentially there's five different types of um, energy types in human design. So we have the generators, the manifesting generators, the projectors, the manifestors and the reflectors. Mm-hmm. And um, each of these has a different way that their energy works in the world and how they interact with other energy types mm-hmm. and and as well how they interact with the quantum field. So the the universe, what is, you know, all that is possible, ways in which we draw experiences, people, places, things to us right, how we attract and create the world and the life we want to live. Um, So, you know, if we're talking about empowerment and that being a felt sense, I want to share with you the alignment themes um, of each type. And I'll also share the adjustment theme. So what I mean by that is each type will have this inner feeling. And again, we we associate words with those, but I invite um, everyone listening to sit with what does that word mean for me? How does it feel for me? Um, and so we'll start with the generators. So the generators and the manifesting generators, because they they come, essentially they're both generator types, which means they have an, the part or like the center within your body um, that is the strongest motor is activated. So the strongest pr- producer of energy and activeness. Um, and it's it's uh, the centre is the sacral centre, but I also call it the desire driver. Like it, you are driven and pulled um, into life the more you respond to what lights you up mm-hmm. as a generator and a manifesting generator. So the alignment theme for um, you, and you're a many, Jen. Mm-hmm. So the alignment theme is uh, satisfaction. Mm. And, um, and, and then conversely, the adjustment theme. So perhaps when you're not um, dancing with life in the way that you're designed is uh, frustration. So when you're feeling frustrated, it's like the telltale sign to go, hmm, where am I not responding to life from my desires? Where am I not uh, or or where am I, where did I say yes when I really meant no? Mm -hmm. So then the alignment theme is satisfaction. And so like, I've really been sitting with well, what does satisfaction feel like? And, you know, I talk to different generators and many gens and and I, I'm a projector and I can actually feel the energy of others as well. So I sit with many gens and gens and this it, it feels like a very velvety, luxurious depth of satisfaction. Like uh, and for generators, I use the word um, radiant, like I feel radiant. Mm. For manifesting generators, your energy is slightly, is a little more bubbly, a bit more bubbly. And so it. the word I chose is I feel ecstatic. Mm. 
you know, like when they're satisfied, like you, a job well done, you have completed something, like everything was flowing, everything's feeling great. And I feel ecstatic because you, you've turned yourself on with what you've done, you know? And I do know, like, this is what is so cool about what you're saying is it's like, when you say that, I feel like, you know, me, Mm. you, how can she know that that is what it feels like. And so I'm excited to share that because not everyone listening will be a Manny Jen or a generator, but they still have access to this feeling of like this click of saying, oh, and it's not you that gets them. It's this, this system, this body of knowledge and wisdom that, so I would love you to tell us why someone might want to lean into human design because it's, I'll just speak for myself. It can be very overwhelming because uh-huh. you just look at the map and I, you know, <laughs> I get frustrated and I'm like, yeah, yeah. yeah, here I am in my design. Right. Yeah. Um, so can, and then we're back to this word simplify. So can you give us a simple description of why someone might want to use human design to empower themselves? Like what would it give them to know their human design? Absolutely. Um, And like, yeah, all of what you said, thank you for saying that because it can feel really overwhelming and it can feel like, you know, oh my gosh, I'm drowning in information or confusion. I, what are all these symbols and signs and numbers mean? And so what I would say to you is to feel the full benefits of human design is to have a reading with someone, have them explain what it means. Because every time I do that, people are like, more often than not, people are in tears because there's a confirmation. There is actually something so powerful about being seen. Yeah, Because you know how you just said, I feel seen. I feel like she knows me. Mm -hmm. And we humans are driven by a sense of wanting to belong. You know, we want to feel connected. And how do we do that? We When we feel seen and celebrated for all that we are, there's something really magical about that. And I would say that is the gift that human design gives. Yes, it can be overwhelming. Yes, there's a lot of information. I would just, you know, follow those instincts to um, find someone that whose whose voice and words and energy just kind of um, intrigues you, piques your interest, and like I really want to hear more about what she has to say or he has to say, and get a reading with them um, because. Again, for me, it's all about being able to um, recognize your gifts and, and and love and accept those parts of yourself that, you know, can be called shadows or wounding or, you know, what, the disempowered parts of ourselves. But when when you see them and you love them, then you you are empowered again, you know. Um so yeah, that's that's what I would say to that. Um, I want to just also talk to the manifestors, projectors, and reflectors. Mm-hmm. And if you don't know your human design, um, we'll put it in the show notes and whatever. You can go to my website and run your human design. I've got this beautiful little report that's going to share like who, a little bit about what you are and who you are. Um, so 
for projectors, um, our alignment theme is success and our adjustment theme is bitterness. So what does that actually mean? Like what it, and, and success is such a loaded word in our culture, but success for a projector, and I've asked lots of projectors, it's I am luminous. There's a luminosity because projectors are, because we see others so deeply, when you see us, oh, it makes our heart sing. Like it's just like, oh, because our whole purpose for being here as a projector is to guide others to actualize their gifts. So it's it's a it's a pretty amazing thing. So for me, yeah, my heart sings, my whole body tingles, I feel luminous. Bitterness, <laughs> bitterness is um uh bitter Betty. That's who it is. It's bitter Betty is a judgy bitch, right? She is just judging, she's pointing fingers, blah, 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 blah. So when you're when you're moving into that mode, you know, like mm, actually something's out of whack here. Where am I not recognizing myself? Mm-hmm. You know, projectors, we gotta to learn to recognize ourselves because mm-hmm. that's empowerment. Mm-hmm. Manifestors have their empowerment theme, uh, their alignment theme, I beg your pardon, is um peace mm-hmm. and feeling inner peace. And so um the wording I use for manifestors is I am blissful. So their adjustment theme is anger. So they can just have this beautiful, serene, peacefulness to them when they're, you know, when everything's just sweet and in alignment. One manifesto shared, it's like I've just gotten into bed with beautiful clean sheets, I've had a shower, everything feels luxurious and I'm just, I'm not tired but I'm just so rested. I'm just lying here and I'm just blissful. And it's like, yeah. And then the anger comes uh, for manifestors when they're not uh, allowing themselves to do what manifestors do, which is um, Mm -hmm. they're here to activate others. Mm -hmm. Reflectors, just uh, briefly, reflectors make up 1% of the population. They're quite rare, those beautiful reflectors. Their alignment theme is uh, surprise and delight. So for them, it's important to be in lots of different situations that they can be surprised and delighted. Their adjustment theme is disappointment. When they're feeling disappointment, it's like a really big clue to go, okay, what am I doing? Who am I doing it with? Who am I surrounding myself with? And what? where do I need to tidy this up a little? Um, but for the reflectors, uh, I say that they feel the sense of I am elated. Like I'm lifted. I'm I'm elated. Mm. So I hope I hope that helps. And I want to say I see you, Peta. You are in your element, and I love it. I love I love seeing you in in this work because it's so exciting, and I can see how much you love it, and that's so attractive too. So um, okay, where do we want to go from here? Well, we have, we just have a few more minutes. Um, so ah, it's going to feel into my energy center. Yes. Yeah. I would love for you to share with us one small empowering action that you want to invite our listeners to step into. 
Yikes. <laughs> just, just that little small thing. Just one. <laughs> Which one? <laughs> hmm. Okay, what's coming to me straight away is um, the act of witnessing. Hmm. And what that um and so how do we how do we become the witness of our own selves and our own lives and it's about creating stillness and it's about listening and that's about being uh fully uh like present and again all these things will mean different things and people will achieve them differently for example you know like uh, in the morning, me sitting in my hammock swing and creating stillness and presence and allowing space for the dreaming because I love, you know, I'm a visionary. Mm. The allowing. So actually, that would be it mm. the witnessing and the allowing because that feels like empowerment. How can I allow myself to feel more? insert what you want to insert, more luminous, more blissful, uh, more ecstatic, more radiant, more elated. Like how can I allow myself? And and um, so I, does that help? I, I, mean, I think that may be just for me too. I really take that in. I'm in a season of my life where I'm like, got to make this thing happen. So I'm just mm-hmm. like really taking in that so much. Thank you. I want to invite our listeners to take the empowering action of going to PETA's website, which we will share here and also in the show notes to find out your own human design, to have a little peek behind the curtain of who you are. Yes. Where can they do that, PETA? Yeah. uh, Well, please do. It's at thedivarevolution.com. And again, we'll put that in the um, show notes and you'll see the option to get your free human design chart. And um, yeah, I would definitely say that's a a huge empowerment. A small step of huge empowerment is to really, um, again, it leads to that witnessing and allowing when you can uh, see yourself for in all your glory. Yes, exactly. Mm -hmm. Any last dangles that you want to share with our listeners before we say goodbye? Any last dangles? (laughs) Yeah, I want to, I want to remind people to move your body. I want to remind people that to feel empowered in your body, like move your body. And what does that look like and feel like for you? And Um, you know, maybe it's jogging, maybe it's walking, maybe it's, um, dancing, maybe it's, uh, doing weights. I've been doing weights lately and that just feels amazing. And then, you know, like one of my, and we've spoken about this before, Belle, one of my favorite things after I get out the shower and I'm naked and I'm putting on my lotion and I always have some music playing and I just start dancing and moving my body and um, just, yeah, it it activates um, that energy that that I began this conversation with, that connection 
below connection above connection within and just being able to move and and be joyous in our bodies and mm-hmm. have that devotional approach to you know sometimes I think we're so hard on our bodies and we expect so much from her and like why not just celebrate her and and be in in that through movement yes I am going to do that as soon as we say goodbye. Before I see my children, I'm going to do some dancing. I love it. I love it. Awesome. Thank you so much, Peta, for being with us here today. That's all we've got for today. But here's what I want you to remember. Empowerment is an inside job. The only one who can empower you is you. Bye. Bye. Thank you. You've been listening to the Mother's Empowerment Podcast. That's all for today, my friends. And here's what I want you to remember. Empowerment is an inside job. The only one who can empower you is you. Today's episode was produced by Brendan Lindsay. Intro and outro music are by Matthew Randolph. I'm Isabel Bridges, author of Daddy Daughter Day, I'm also the founder of the Mother's Empowerment Sisterhood. You can learn more about my work and join the sisterhood at isabelbridges.com. And psst, I'm offering a 50% off discount for a limited time only. So check it out today, isabelbridges.com.